again and welcome to a novel evening. Uh, I'm your host, Danny, um, for the artist formerly known as at Blotted Ink Books over on Instagram. Uh, and for this week's episode, I am joined by Katie Ellen's Bookish Adventure. Uh, Katie is, she is like my go-to for fantasy um, and for sci-fi, which is something I very occasionally dabble in. Um, but she's usually pretty spot on uh, in her reviews. She's also a, a booktuber and has a really fun booktube account. Um, and she has a really crisp feed. Um, it's very simple. It's just books. It's just books and all that goodness. So uh, if you're not already following her, swing over. Uh, if you're looking for a you know a fantasy recommendation or you're just looking to kind of dip your toe in some fantasy and sci-fi, uh, she is your girl. But there's all sorts over on there. So um, go over click follow uh, and let's check out her novel evening so a huge hello to katie hi hello how are you i'm good thank you how are you i'm good it feels really weird to actually finally see you and speak to you because i feel like we've chatted a lot <laughs> i know it's so strange i feel like yeah we like talk all the time and it's like oh yeah i don't actually like get to see this person ever it's so bizarre isn't it that's what I find with bookstagram I have so many people that I chat with and that's the joy of doing this because I'm like oh I know what your face is actually like now <laughs> I know it's quite crazy I think oh yeah a lot of people obviously keep their bookstagram like just books yeah and so unless they do like a meet the bookstagram and you never know what they look like or unless they post in their stories like personal stuff you kind of a bit like radio you build a picture of what someone looks like and then you see them and you're like oh <laughs> that's you you're not what I expected at all oh honestly I'm I feel like I show my face quite a lot so although I've like washed my hair and I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not hey, done you up. do I don't ever show myself on Instagram actually a lot on my bookstagram anyway and I always think oh look at her being all sexy <laughs> and this is the real me I'm literally here and like my sweat just as sexy <laughs> I'm going to take that because I need that win today. <laughs> so how did you get onto Bookstagram? How did you get started? I don't even know how I found it, but I used to do like just kind of general blogging and stuff. And mm -hmm. I've always been into makeup and nails and skincare. And then obviously just being a big reader, I used to just post stuff about books. And I think I must have been aware of Booktube and then I must have just somehow found bookstagram and then was like oh okay and then just decided I was gonna just like separate the two yeah I like that idea and I think a few people have kind of fallen into bookstagram that way I think a few mm. people kind of just started with their kind of their accounts posting about other things and then they're like nobody wants to hear about my books but here's like yeah, a I whole think load of people <laughs> yeah I think it's when you decide to like actually maybe write reviews or give yeah. more of like your opinion that you think okay maybe actually I could dedicate like a whole portion of my life to doing this how do you find sort of like with the reviewing and things has it kind of changed what you tend to pick up or do you read pretty much the same things you always have I think I've always I'm still very much like sci-fi fantasy I don't think that's ever changed I think the door has been opened and I found a whole lot more um but I've always been someone who like I don't like to read books when they've kind of just been released or there's crazy hype I don't want to get dragged into that I kind of want to be able to not just get dragged in and read it because everyone else is and I remember reading Twilight maybe when the last book had come out and the films were on their way and I kind of thought the first book was like fine and I saw the film and I was like eh and I remember I read the rest of them and I was like I don't get this I was like what is this and it really put me off ever just 
reading a series when everyone else is just going like mad for it. And it's hard because with Bookstagram, the hype is so real around books. Massive. I'm a sucker for just buying pretty books. I see them, I'm like, that's pretty. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. Well, yeah, that's the problem. A, covers are way nicer than they used to be. But I think, yeah, I think there is not to say like a pressure, but I think to be like a bookstagrammer or like a booktuber, I think you, there's this pressure of you kind of feel like you have to constantly buy books, you have to buy the new ones, and then you have to read them. And it's like, I have no space. <laughs> I literally, it's, I'm just going to roll with it now and just see how big I can make it. That's kind of my goal <laughs> at this point. I'm just going to see how many rooms I can fill in my house with books. Because it's never going to go away. I managed to get an extra two bookcases in like the hallway. And then the bookcase that was on my shelf got filled up really quickly. And um, Beth's dad, Beth Escape from Reality, she, he made me more bookshelves. Oh he was God. meant to do it back at Christmas, bless him. And then back in like 2020. And then I was like, I have piles of books now just in places in the flat, kind of very precarious. I was like, Can you please make me shelves? <laughs> And they were like, yeah, he's coming around the weekend. I was like, thank you, bottle of wine. Oh, I love that. Did you and Beth, did you know each other before you started Bookstagram or have you met through that? Yes. So I actually used to work with her mum and her sister. Ah. I'm so crazy. So back, oh God, like when I was in my early 20s, so probably nearly 10 years ago, I used to work with her sister Alice and her mum. And then we became like really close. And then I'd like met Beth like on and off, like she'd come into the shop and then like when I'd gone round and stuff. And then kind of slowly, I've just like infiltrated my way into that family. You're one <laughs> of them I now. Came, and then I ended up working with Beth because uh, she worked, she used to work for the same company as me, but a different store. And I did go there for a bit and I did work with her. So I've now worked with every member of that family, except for Guy. <laughs> Oh I'm just goodness. like slowly gonna get him oh that's hilarious I love that and I do love when you've got friends who are also books love you know bookster mm. grammars and book lovers in real life as well I love that you two have kind of done this alongside each other yeah it's really nice because up until that point like I just didn't really know anyone else who read yeah. like not really like, a couple of my friends did and but like they just don't seem to have like the obsessive love that comes <laughs> with it sometimes so it's really quite nice that yeah both of them even though they're sisters they both love like the same sort of books they're really into it so it's so cool that I can go to two real people and go for dinner or go somewhere and talk about books I love it and do you know what it's crazy when you see how many people are on bookstagram because I felt the same I didn't know many people who were really into reading Mm. the unhealthy level most of us seem to be and then you see all these people on the internet and you're like where were you all hiding where are you all like where I know. You know, I find you <laughs> I know it's like where have you been why weren't you here when I needed you why weren't you here when I finished this book I needed to vent it's really strange um I recently reconnected with a girl from my high school and so we've sort of been meeting up on and off and we started trying, she started to try and get back into reading. And she has recently read like all of the Akatar series. And I happened to mention that I'd read Throne of Glass and I was going to be reading that soon. And now we're just like messaging each other at the same time. So now she's making her way through Throne of Glass and I'm doing the opposite. And we're just like, you get into a really good bit. That's so funny because exactly the same thing has happened to me recently where a girl I was friends with at secondary school, we kind of got in touch up that and she messaged me about Akatar. I was like, have you read these? And we're now reading Nevernight, the trilogy together. So mm. I love it. It's it, the way it brings people together. It's just so cool. Books. It really mm. is. Books. Books. That's what you need. <laughs> so your novel evening. I feel 
I feel like maybe I've got some ideas of what your evening will be like. Ooh. But I'm also not sure that I'm right. I feel like you're someone who might surprise me. <laughs> okay. And I think I've got it down in my head. And then you're going to pick someone and be like, I'm sorry, what? So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited to see I'm what excited you're to think what you think I'm going to go for. Yeah, I'm imagining I've got characters, very much fantasy characters in my head. But I wonder mm. if they're going to be too obvious. Okay. But we shall see. We shall see. So yeah. where are we going, first of all? That's why I want to know. I couldn't pick between a castle or like like that kind of nice, like, stately home manor vibe. Because, mm. you know, when you always see it and it's summer and, like, they're having, like, the big party, and, like, the midsummer ball type thing. It's, like, one of those. <laughs> maybe winter in a castle, but maybe somewhat I'm thinking, like, yeah, midsummer's eve vibes, you know, servants dressed up and things lots of fairy lights that sort of vibe cozy nice like the Bridgerton ball when they're outside there's all the candle lits you know all the little trees are all lit up with little candles and it's all very cozy I'm going to say yes I've not Ah! seen it but it's a visual I like (laughs) it's got that regency it's all very sumptuous yes I want it to be cozy and nice and just comfortable okay okay I can picture it I can picture and stately homes are always good I don't think home. you can ever have a bar party at Stately Home. Okay. Well, they're designed to have a lot of people and to have dancing and to have food and like nice big furniture. So this is where my brain was going. Exactly. Exactly. And I love it. I love the idea. And also you've bought, you know, you're outside. So you've got a bit of, you know, and there's always gardens to go and hide away in. And there's always interesting gardens to explore. Okay. I'm guessing a few people are coming to this then. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, just me and one other person. <laughs> you want, that's what I'd be going for, like a romantic evening. But we'd have to look for each other the entire night through all of the rooms. <laughs> okay. Who is your first guest? Who's going to arrive? Okay. I kind of have like a list, not a list, but I have kind of real people. And then I okay. also have characters. Perfect. Because when I thought I could think about it, I was like, oh, but I really want that person there. So my first guest would be Graham Norton. I did not. <laughs> that wasn't anywhere even close to where I was thinking. I mean, I absolutely love him. Exactly. He has the great. I hate to be like, I've grown up watching him because it makes him sound old and me and me sound like I had a terrible, smutty childhood. But I love the humor. And I feel like any interview I've ever seen him with, guests always seem really relaxed with him. Yeah. I think because it's very much like, here, have a glass of wine, chat about whatever you want. It's very, I feel like it would just be he would just not be able to get information out of people. He would be so good. He'd put everyone at ease. And like you say, I think his chat show is the funnest. Mm. People just don't seem to care when they're on there in a way they do everywhere else. It's quite fun when you watch Americans on it, because obviously they can't swear on their ones. And I think you have to be quite reserved. And they come onto theirs and like, we can drink. We can do this. There was one year, I think it was like Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, like Bill Murray or something. And they all got hammered. Because I think it was like Matt Damon's first time he'd ever done it. And like, they didn't know that they could drink. And I think they kind of thought, oh, they could just have like one maybe for show over the evening. And they were just knocking it back. Like, but it was probably one of the best ones I've ever seen because they were hammered. I only watch Eurovision for his commentary as well. Oh, yeah. He absolutely absolutely kills me. And the drunker he gets throughout the evening and the more rude he is, the more I love him. The sass. This is why I need you as a guest. The sass. (laughs) 
he actually lives really close to my parents in Ireland and they're always telling me that so whenever I go visit them we was on like a drive-by past his house so like, this is pretty weird like, I would not blame you I'd be there too <laughs> I love this I mean and I can imagine him in you know Regency garb okay kind of all yes. dressed up I mean up. dress up is optional as long as it's comfortable and you can eat and you're all yeah. good okay okay you've already surprised me so who's, <laughs> yeah, who's coming next <laughs> Stephen Fry I mean, you can't... Who doesn't want to listen to that voice all night? Also, him and Graham Norton together, I feel, would be exactly. quite the Exactly, exactly. And again, I think he just would have so many fun stories. He would. And then if I wanted him to just tell me about Greek gods and stuff, I'd be like, tell me everything about history. He's so smart and so funny. Like, his mm. is a brain that I feel like one day is going to be, like, preserved for mankind to study. To be. Yes, Truly. it needs to be preserved. Oh, that's a way. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, put it in a jar and keep it. <laughs> put it in a jar for all to see. He's also my dream guest on here. Like, he would be someone that I would like. Hopefully, you know, he wouldn't have heard the bit about pickling his brain in a jar before we chat. But I I'm think sure he's just incredible. He'd be so fine with that. He's a very yeah. smart man. He'd be like, yeah, scientifically, it makes sense. Have you ever? There's a really rogue book of his called Mrs. Fry's Diary. And it's basically him in like drag as his wife. And basically it's her diary. And basically he's like this massive lad and all this stuff. And this whole, she's either in denial that he's gay or it's just a big front. And it's the funniest thing I've ever really. And like they've got like seven children. His favorite food is spam. It's the single most hysterical thing, I think. I'm gonna have to read that. I have I will, not. Read I will it. find it and I will send you a photo because it's one of my all-time favorite books. And I think I found it in like Tesco or somewhere, and was like, "What on earth is this?" And I was like, "Well, this is coming home with me." And yeah, it's so funny because I think feel like she's got like her own cookbook as well, and it's like a hundred ways to cook spam or something. the most ridiculous things but he's also so intelligent I think him and him and Graham with a few drinks would just this is why this is why oh okay I can feel the vibes okay who who is coming next to join to join this group the final the last or the last real person is I feel like I'm slightly reaching for this I feel like I'm kind of like sidestepping to get this person because technically um she did a podcast but they have written a book Okay. So technically they're an author and that's Rosie Ramsey so Chris Ramsey's wife from their podcast Shag Married Annoyed yes I have listened on and off um and yes she did write a book so it's allowed um again it, if I'm allowed it I'll take it <laughs> yeah it's allowed it's allowed uh I think she would also be hysterical I think she's just one of those people she's just so normal like when they talk about like having kids she's not all like oh it's wonderful she's like no I hate them all <laughs> like she's really just human about it all and she's like it's hard and they whine and they do this she's like I love them so much she's like but I hate them at this minute it's like everything about what they do is not fake it's just completely like brutal honesty so when like you know people had to like homeschool their children they're like oh I don't want them to go back you know they were like take them get rid of them I can't wait for freedom <laughs> I think I was literally sprinting through the gates <laughs> when nursery opened. Everyone else was like weeping and I'm literally like kicking my children through the door. Like get in there, leave me now. I completely relate. And I do think there's something really refreshing about podcasters, authors, you know, Instagrammers who are 
honest about family life <laughs> massively I remember when I think she was up for like celebrity mum of the year and also at the same time she was also saying how much she hated Robin and she was like I mean I love him and I would love to win the award like she's just so normal I mean she talks about like going out with like her mum and her friends it's like that's the kind of night out I want where you act stupid you know you may be like in your 30s but that she's also like going for a wee behind a bus shelter after a night out. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't do that on nights out <laughs> all the time we talk all the time I think that she also deserves a night off so and she and I can chat we can chat mum stuff I'd be very interested to uh, fascinated about like I'm like really weirdly fascinated about mum stuff and parenting and just like especially like the pregnancy and the after bits I'm like tell me everything because <laughs> I know oh no dude I have stories we will connect we will zoom call and I will tell you about my pregnancies and births and Yay! it will horrify you for life <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna just sit there with your snacks like continue like, oh. <laughs> literally so we've got our three real life authors yes they're chilling out some drinks so I'm guessing now we're moving on to our fictional characters yes Okay, okay. Hit me up. Who's coming first? Okay, so I have Lysander from, I say Lysander, I think that's how you say her name from Throne of Glass. The former prostitute, the nice way of putting it. Okay, okay. I haven't, that is the series I haven't read. Oh, you should uh, love it. There's so many of them, isn't there? I know, but I'm, I didn't do them like as and when they came out. I came out when they were all done, so I didn't have to wait. So yeah. it was really nice that I could pick up when I was ready but also didn't have to wait a year way I definitely do want to read them everything I've heard has been terrific and you've just had me a former prostitute so she's really fun you will absolutely hate her to begin with and I couldn't stand her and then I think she's just one of these people she'd just be really fun and she could tell you all the horrific stories and all the parties she's been to and all just that just awful smutty side she'd bring she'd bring some fire to proceedings Yes, and this is why I feel like she would just be a fun guest because no topic would be off topic. Okay, and I actually think with the other guests you've got, I would say they're pretty open. They'll chat about pretty much anything, I reckon. Yes, this is my thinking. I just want a happy, free-flowing, like, if there's smut talk, there's smut talk. If there's baby talk, there's baby talk. Just talk about everything. Everything. No one's offended. We're just chatting. Yeah. That's my kind of evening. I'm enjoying this. Okay, so <laughs> is it Lysander you said? I think that's how you say her name, Lysander. It's how okay. I read it. Okay, cool. So she's arrived. We're, we're getting some more drinks out because I think mm-hmm. that's going to be needed. Who's next? When I was thinking about this, I was just like pretty much the whole lot of them from um, Six of Crows because I want to play with weapons. I want to be taught how to fire a gun. I just think it'd be a really fun evening. And I don't think you can have one of them without the others, to be fair. Exactly. I think they come as a group. And I feel like with the mix of people like Graham and Rosie, I just can imagine just like Matthias just horrified and blushing at all the smart, along with Wyatt, <laughs> just in the corner, like, why are we here? I think I'm going to try and lure poor Matthias into the gardens as well. That's me, my only goal of the evening. Oh, there'll be a nice little hidden maze of the fountain that you can just sneak off to. Oh, I like this. A little folly in the middle or something for us to yes. go canoodle in. Okay. I mean, I got your permission now, so <laughs> <laughs> that would be my goal. Good for everyone. I love it. And I do you know, I haven't read the books. I watched um the adaptation on Netflix. Really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. 
it has made me want to read the books it's weird I'm the other way around I remember because I do you know something I was so adamant I wasn't going to read the books I read the um her original trilogy and then the duology came out and I remember Alice saying oh they're really good and I was like I don't know if this appeals to me I just I don't know why I was just so sold on the idea that it just wasn't for me and then in the end I did just cave and I was like you know what fine I'll like read this damn book and I read it and I was like well I hate myself (laughs) why did I put this off okay I'm gonna have to I have them on my kindle but I think I need to get a hard copy of each of them and just get it done yeah they really good I was really just so pleasantly surprised and it is I guess because it's that sort of like that heist story it's completely different but it's what I would watch like I would watch a film of it like no questions at all like I'd be like yes a heist movie but it's just not what I would think to read but it is so good and there is rumor that there is a third book Ooh, just okay. teased that they're like years later down the line she's like kind of just dropped that there could be a third one and it's like but is there yeah you can't be that you need to confirm it okay so now yeah, we've got six ooh. more guests have arrived oh yeah okay. Rockous, noisy fun and I just like the idea of that yeah I could like play with knives <laughs> do all sorts of fun you things just play with knives and I think Stephen Fry would quite enjoy a little little knife a little nice nice play lesson he'd love it have you got more people coming one more one more okay just one more just one Um, more just one more and that is lucian from akatar i think this is probably because when you messaged me i just started reading it and out of that first book he was pretty much like the only character i liked other than him and reese and i just thought he'd be up for a fun night let him have the night off let his hair down that's an interesting choice, actually, Lucian. I do like him as a character. He's obviously, without giving any spoilers, he's had got a kind of up and down arc, hasn't he? He's had yeah, some I feel moments. like when I was reading the first one, there is obviously just like more there. And you kind of just got little glimmers of it. And but then Tamlin would appear and he'd be like, behave yourself. And it's like, ah, what's the fun in that? So I feel like there kind of was something, that, apart from, you know, when he tried to get killed, but there was like a fun side to him. I feel like if he just got to go to a party and let his hair down, he'd have a Maybe he's got some secrets as well. Maybe he'd exactly. have some, oh no. I, I think feel like he's probably seen lots of embarrassing things for Tam. Like, so. <laughs> I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. And I think uh, I'd be like, can I get, I don't know if there's a phone number, but I'm like, can I get some deets on Cassian? Can we have a little chat? Yeah. And- yeah if you're like free, could you just, you know, maybe invite some friends later? Yeah, do you want to come? That sounds great. I like this group. I think you've got a lot of fun. And that's what night's meant to be. Yes. Fun and raucous and loud. There'll be knives flying around. Yes. Perfect. So is there anyone who you really do not want to show up on your evening? I want no one boring. I don't want to stick in the mud. I don't want anyone who's going to ruin my fun and judge us all for being a smutty bunch of people. (laughs) like someone like Nesta I mean I know she gets a whole redeeming arc but right now where I am with Nesta I don't want to hurt my heart a lot of fun though like if I was going to describe Nesta like fun isn't up there yeah I kind of feel like even if well when I get to the point when she gets her big redeem thing I still don't think fun is a word I would put with her no and to be fair and I might get some hate for this I don't think I would want any of the sisters at my party no, I've gotten to a bit where the other one sort of has like grown a pair a little bit. But my friend did say, yeah, it's not for long. I was like, oh, OK. Not <laughs> going to last. Going <laughs> I feel like in their own ways, they're all just a bit annoying. And if you had all three of them, even more so. 
yeah I very much like did not like any of them when I read the first book I was like I'm not feeling this like two people and one of them is not the main character yeah they I do feel like when I read the first one I feel like that was like feeding out what the plot was going to be and then by book two she was like ah this is what the plot will be yeah I feel like this setup with her and her sisters made you dislike the sisters then also made you dislike her because she let them do it so I was just like I have no sympathy for you because you let them just go oh okay you do everything it's fine you go find us food and not like let us starve it was a very weird thing wasn't it and then you're meant to kind of like sympathize when you know later on again try not to give spoilers for anyone who hasn't read it but I do think that I still think they wouldn't be fun at a party no maybe for like security maybe oh yeah for security absolutely like like a job yeah not as actual fun people no (laughs) I do love how you're just like nobody boring and that's pretty much my criteria I don't want you dragging my leg down no is anyone else you're like absolutely not um Jace and Clary from the second I read the first book I was like I hate both of you (laughs) Is that Shadow? Is it Shadow Hunters? Shadow Hunters, yeah. Yeah. I just was like, I can't do. I, I think even if I read that book as a teenager, I still think <laughs> I wouldn't have liked them. I still think I'd be like, you need to get over yourselves very quickly. Oh, and there's nothing worse than being at a party and there's that couple there that you're literally like that and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Separately, you're annoying, and then together, you're even worse. Exactly. You can't even invite one of them because they're still just as bad on their own. And I just think, I don't need that drama. I just don't need that vibe. No, no, no dramas. This is just a fun night. I'm going to sneak off in the gardens with Mateus, maybe go and find a room somewhere in the stately home just to check out the decor, you know. Oh, of course, to check out the wallpaper and the sconces. Yeah, of course, yeah. Exactly. Sconces, that. (laughs) That's an excuse I've never used before. I'm going to be like, shall we go and check out the sconces? I've I've heard there's some lovely sconces in the West Wing. (laughs) That is my new euphemism right there. So we've not got the Shadowhunter gang. Well, just those Um, two. No Nesta, no Feyre, no Elaine. Basically, no one who's just a bit up their own bum. Basically, yeah. I want to be able to have like smut talk and not get judged. I want to ha- be able to like talk about poop or whatever I want to talk about and not get judged and it'd just be a fun evening. I mean, you want to talk about poop at your evening? It's allowed, it's your evening. <laughs> no topic is off topic. I think I've worked with so many older people who have kids, like poop talk to me is just like, meh. Honestly, my, the most wild people I think I've ever sat and actually chatted to are probably mums because when you finally get just a night off, you just want to be disgusting. It's in us. We can't help ourselves. We're gross people, but it's a really fun topic. Exactly. We just can't help ourselves. But I like it. I like your venue. I like the people you've got. I agree with those you don't have. I think it's a 10 out of 10. Thank you. It's a, it's a goodie. And before you go, I always ask everyone who comes on, what are they currently reading? So are you, do you have a current read? Yes, I actually was reading before I came on to talk to you. Um, I'm currently reading A Court of Mist and Fury and I'm listening to The Lord of Starial. I like to have oh, two. Oh, two? I tend to, like, I tend to listen that? to, yeah, I tend to listen to audiobooks when I'm like doing my makeup and stuff. Ah, I can't get on with audiobooks. I don't know why, because I love podcasts. But when I'm listening to an audiobook, I just drift. 
it took me a while I weirdly enough I think I ended up like practicing with podcasts because again I thought I'd never really be into podcasts because I've known people like oh I listen to it at the gym and I'm like how like I need music when I'm exercising like I need like anger and motivation yeah but um I find po- I find listening to audiobooks is definitely when I'm doing my makeup because I feel like I couldn't do it when I was walking to and from work because like I zone in and out sometimes and I think oh how did I get here or I don't remember looking when I crossed that road I just I think it has to be yeah when I'm just doing something almost like muscle memory I yes. can kind of know how to do my face of a morning so I can kind of it's not great when something sad happens and I'm like trying to blink back the tears <laughs> <laughs> trying to do your mascara like oh god many a time I've like gotten to my and I'm like no no <laughs> oh my goodness are you enjoying both of your current reads I am I was struggling a little bit with the uh Court of Mist and Fury I just wasn't expecting the start of it really the that whole relationship was quite like wow and I was just like I'm seeing a lot of red flags and the first, I was about yes. like 126 pages and I was like this red flag is a banner I was like yeah very very big red banger but I've gotten past that and now I'm just like messaging my friend like oh we're here oh we're here so yeah I'm really enjoying it now now I've gotten past that horrible start I'm like okay interesting stuff is happening you've got some good stuff to come as well I think it's, I'm trying to like not lower my expectations I think once I read Throne of Glass I think I was very much like I know I'm gonna love this series it's just yeah. kind of when that book hits that I because I think it maybe took three I think in Throne of Glass for me to really be like yes like I really love the first two, but there was something about the third. I think more characters got introduced. I think my favorite character came into it, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is like more fun and more like okay, like everything is expanding." So it's kind of like I'm waiting on that book of when am I going to fall in love with it? Oh, I'm intrigued. Please message me when you find that moment when you're like, "Now." I'm hoping it is the second one because obviously, like the third one, obviously is just going to wrap up like her story, and then we go. And follow someone else I'm kind of like I hope I fall in love soon I don't want to give anything away but when you're ready and you're like now I'm in love message me hit me up and, uh, <laughs> well. yeah and thank you thank you so so much for for joining me and chatting with me and giving up your evening to uh talk about all things books oh no thank you so much I have to say when you messaged me I was like oh I thought it was special and then I got ill and I was like no <laughs> it's it's fine it's always cool it's always very I'm always very laid back about it especially because my kids are always ill I'm always ill or to be honest I'm just knackered so sometimes I just can't be asked to adult you have a very good excuse though to not be able to to adult (laughs) I mean I use it I use it a lot that's the only joy of like the only joy of parenting it's one (laughs) of the joys I mean, it's a good excuse for like, oh, the, the kid, they're, they're so tired, I just I can't. They're tired, they're all, oh, the best one is, my kids are still awake and I'm just sat watching Netflix, like, oh, <laughs> the children are still awake, oh no, I can't do anything. It's what a shame. <laughs> it's so funny, because my friend from work, she'll send me loads of voice notes and I can just hear her kids in the background and I just hear her going, yes, it's very nice, I can see what you're drawing and she's just like still like just moaning about something, I mean, I can just hear him in the background, I'm like, you sound adorable. <laughs> Oh my god! It's literally that like Kirsten wig, the thing where she's drinking and someone's like, the the kids like done a drawing or something, and they're literally <laughs> just like, "That's great." That is literally me. I'm literally <laughs> just there with a glass of wine, like, "Great picture, babe." Carol and it's always like it's always when the weather's really bad, and she'd be like, "No, we can't go for a walk today." <laughs> I'm like, "Are you having a fun time?" 
you know, the rainy days are the worst. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up with a little finisher. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't already follow you, they can find you over at Katie Ellen's Bookish Adventure. That is the one. Oh, I just read it out because I was like, I do not want to get this wrong. All one word. Go yes, over if you follow. Uh, and especially for all things fantasy, sci-fi. And uh, you obviously have your own booktube as well, don't you, that you share quite often? I, I do, yes. I'm sort of figuring out where I'm going with that, but I don't know. But I don't, no. like, Instagram is for sure like my all my all my attention's going on that but yes all of us on there but if they can also find you via youtube as well so they can yes go and have a little nosy and thank you so so much this has been thank a you for having me wendy's new french toast sticks are so delicious some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast excuse me did you just say wendy's new french toast sticks are better than my breakfast mom is that you Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.